and welcome to a Bird Camp One Land radio show. See, I don't even know what the show is called anymore. It's I knew you'd find Danny. it up. Oh, fuck, fuck. That's <laughs> what Danny does when I um, go to host the show. <laughs> oh, and look, and then I'm fucking muting my YouTube either. Jesus Christ, it's falling apart already. <laughs> oh, should we start that again? It's a good thing it's not live, eh? Hello, and welcome <laughs> to ABW Radio. I'm your host, John. Um, and with me tonight, as you've already heard, is the wonderful Danny. Danny, how are you? I am uh, still got a, a sore spot on my ass, but apart from that, I am tickety boo, and I've I'm, I, I have faith. That's what I've got, John. Faith. I'm I'm glad someone does because according to Twitter, it's all gone wrong, and we need to get rid of him already. Um, thirty nine games in, and he's yeah. finally got the final piece of the puzzle. And after thirty nine games, we should be winning the World Cup. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, just a quick hello to who was first in the box today, Phil Macker. Well done, Phil Macker. I'm not going to shout out everyone else. You all know who you are. Uh, but thank you all for joining us as always. Um, so, Danny, shall we talk about the lineup? Because we played, at least in the first half. Uh, four, three, three, four, two, three, one. I don't know what you want to call it tonight, but we had four at the back. Were you excited? It was. It was different. It was that, that for me. Apart from us uh, wasting shot after shot after shot, the most the most important and interesting thing for me was watching how the formations changed because parties there, and we, uh, we, uh, we at ABW refused to make any party jokes about having the party. We're better than that. Uh, so I was really interested to see how it was working. So it looked to be Louise and Gabby at the back, to, uh, back two, with um, party stuck in front of them. And then when we needed to, it would be Jacka coming from the left-hand side to cover to make a back three, or Danny coming into the right-hand side. But then when we were attacking, it was two at the back, party in the middle. And then we had, Be- especially in the first half, we had Bellerin playing right wing, we had Saka playing left wing, almost playing five up front. And I'm thinking, well, that's the pro- might have been doing that because they didn't have Vardy, because you're not going to commit five players up front when you've got Vardy because he is going to come back and turn you inside out. So I think it was a little bit misleading the fact that we were allowed to do those kind of tactics because they had no one who was going to get us on the break, as we saw later on in the game. But it's really interesting and seeing who was slotting in. And also interesting when Mustafi came on, he slotted right into that same position. But, yeah, that's second-half nonsense. But, yeah, I was really interested. What did you think about the tactics? Do you think it's got something we are going to use going forward or think we're going to have to rely go back to the back five at any time? No, I mean, I think he'll chop and change it depending on who we're playing. Maybe away from home against the sort of bigger teams, we might do the back five thing. But I was excited to see it, want to see the free man in midfield. Um, was initially glad to see Tobias look like the sort of furthest forward of the midfielders. How long did that last? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> was pleased to see Saka get a start because I think he's been playing really well and definitely deserves to be in the team. Uh, there's still a question mark for me about Lacazette and I'm sure lots of people, as I saw on Twitter, will be again complaining that Aubameyang was not playing through the middle. But there we go. Um, So I guess we'll jump straight into the disallowed goal because that was, what, less than a minute? Something like that, wasn't it? Third minute, I think it was. So it might might have been in the second, but counted as the third. Yeah. Um, So disallowed for what looked like, I assume it was disallowed for, Xhaka interfering or blocking the goalkeeper like i have no idea what the rules are anymore in football i don't know the handball rule anymore i don't know the offside rule because apparently var makes that up as it goes along although var didn't well maybe it made some cock-ups tonight i don't know what the rule is on red cards as well because we've got to talk about that um but to me it looked like schmeichel moved away from jacker no one else touched the ball so there was no offside um 
And Lacazette, the one good thing he did all night was score a goal that was disallowed. Uh, do you reckon that was there was anything wrong with that? I didn't. I didn't see it myself. No, absolutely nothing wrong. Can you see my screen? Oh, I can indeed. Oh, look at this new technology, listeners. It's like being in the Sky Sports <laughs> Studio. Woo. Those. For, oh, here we go. Look, look at that. That is Alex from the uh, from Twitch. He's one of my favourite you um, Twitchers, and he's a Spurs fan and he's a scumbag. But yeah. It, Anyone who wants to be entertained at the weekend, go and watch the Alex family. It's uh, it really is a family of love. Hello, Alex. Now go away. Uh, yeah. So anyone watching and uh, not watching and listening to this, we've got a, a screen grab of you can see that Schmeichel's on the line about uh, about the safe distance of a meter ish to the left of him is, is Xhaka, and to the top right hand corner, they're all looking. It's like a kind of spot the ball, John. So in the top right hand corner, that's where the ball's coming in from. So Xhaka isn't offside. And Jacket isn't in because he doesn't touch the ball, and and he's not interfering with play because the ball comes in from the right hand side. So how the hell is that? Have, have you got any idea? Yeah, I I do not understand it. I can understand when a player is like right on a keeper and stopping him from moving or anything else. But Jacket stood in front of Schmeichel. The moment the ball's kicked, he moves. Schmeichel moves as well. He's going towards his near post because that's where the ball's coming in. Um, there's definitely no offside, he doesn't touch it. If there is a hint of offside, then VAR should be checking that, and they can see clearly on VAR he doesn't touch the ball. Um, so the only thing I can think they've given it as is him interfering with play in some way and the goalkeeper, which to me he doesn't. So I've, I don't understand how that isn't given. Um, it's not my biggest gripe in the game, and it's not the reason we lost the game. Don't get me wrong. If that goes in, yeah, it's a very different game because it's very early on and and then maybe we can get a second one early and, and you know, and see the game out a lot easier. But it just really weird decisions. I thought the referee tonight was bad, not just for us. He was bad for us, but he was bad for Leicester as well because there was an argument one of our players could have been sent off as well. Oh, definitely should have. Yeah. Uh, the number of yellows. It, yeah. You, you look at that, if you didn't watch the game, you'd go, well, Leicester got five yellows and we got three. Oh, that must have been a right old schlobber knocker. Hmm. No. Nah, there was there. It wasn't like a nasty game. There weren't dirty challenges or anything like that. There was a few bad ones, but they were all basically mistimed. And I think that kind of was the story of the game. There was misplaced passes everywhere, mistimed tackles, people being out of position and things like that. And yeah, just just really weird. But I did not get that that um, that disallowed goal. Made absolutely didn't even check no it, did he? No, didn't didn't even seem to check it. So I'm guessing you saw him saw him touch his ear. So I'm guessing they said VAR doesn't need to uh, check that. Ooh, so who knows? And look Petito. at that, Petito 100 with donation. Thank you very much, Petito. Uh, we've been awful every game so far. We played ten sideways passes, then one long ball upfield. Arteta should be called into the office to explain himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. They're, I know some people are getting very tired of playing out from the back and the tippy tappy stuff, but we'll we'll get onto that. Um, I can't remember at what point this was, Danny. Now, was Fuchs booked before Lacazette's glorious chance or was it afterwards? Fuchs was booked um, in the 32nd minute, according to there. And Lacazette's chance, which one, which chance was that? The the awful how he did not head the ball. And I think it was, uh, I can't remember, it might have been Fafana or Mendy uh, nearly kicked him in the face. <laughs> I think that was the 28th minute. I put Louise pings the ball around for fun. Great ball out wide to Tierney. He crosses it yet again and Lacazette misses and another corner. Was that the one? That was in the 28th yeah. minute. And the yellow card was in the 32nd minute. Second, yeah, so the, the Lacazette miss. Um, 
I, I'm not a fan of absolutely railing on players unless it's Mesut Ozil or Guendouzi, but that's a different story. Um, but oh, like Danny, if if I put you there in front of the, you know, you're in the six yard box. Tierney has been firing balls in all for the first twenty something minutes. Really, really good balls in, and all you've got to do is literally just walk into the ball. You just you could just close your eyes and just walk forward. He's literally yeah. got to go about two centimeters and it's going in. The fact that I think it was Mendy who tried to make the challenge, and I'm not sure if he got his, uh, you know, footing a little bit wrong, it would have been an own goal. But he just completely misses the ball, doesn't even go for it. And uh, I'm getting worried about Lacazette. If that goal isn't disallowed early on, then maybe his confidence is up and he plays and he has a really good game. But tonight, I thought he looked sluggish. His passing wasn't there. His movement was slow. You saw players calling him out for for not making the runs in the box, and that is a if that was Giroud or even let's go back to a really bad one, Shamak, they'd be getting slaughtered for it. They'd be getting absolutely slaughtered. And Lacazette, look, we're all aware he's a much better player than those guys. Um, I mean, if we Should had Giroud be. tonight, he probably would have got a hat trick. To be fair, the amount of balls he put in the box, but that's terrible, and it? he's got to do better there. There's been quite a few of those. I mean, most of the, the first half was just us missing chance after chance. And I tweeted at half time that we can't keep doing this because if we if we don't eventually score, they're going to... And other people were tweeting, Vardy's going to come on and score the winner. And, mm. I mean, if they knew what was happening, Arteta should have known what was happening. But I think a lot of it has to come down to Obama Young. I think that someone said he had a migraine and he had to take tablets. You saw him go off and take tablets. Mm. You're a man who's had migraines, aren't you? You yeah, don't really want to be headering the ball. No, you don't. He, I mean, he had one headed chance in the first half, but he got under it a little bit. Um, I thought Aubameyang looked a bit off tonight. He wasn't in the normal self. I mean, playing from the right didn't help uh, for the majority of the first half, but then they, him and Saka switched a bit. But um, just, yeah, that Lacazette chance is just... I, I, and the thing is, you know what he's like as well. The moment he doesn't get that, his head's down, he's cussing at himself, he's upset, he gets angry, and he just starts playing worse. And I think that was just the story of the game. Because that first half, we had all the ball. Um, you know, David Luiz was playing like peak Maldini and pinging the ball about everywhere. And that was a, that was a sight to see, wasn't it? And then to be able to do that, and some of those balls that he was pinging all over the mm. pitch as soon as he went off, that kind of ruined the game for us. But Lacazette, it's you do. Is there such thing as a confidence player when you've when you've been playing for the club that long? Are you one of the longest serving players? You've scored three goals in three starts this season. Or was it just bad luck? But it, if you had to say, if you saw that and didn't know who did it, you'd probably have a guess that it was Lacazette because sometimes he's just abysmal in front of goal. I've got all the time in the world for Lacazette. And although Chris can't tweet anything about it at the moment, because... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. No, moment, moment silence. If anyone's wondering where the pirate was all night, he wasn't <laughs> hiding because Lacazette had a bad game. He's been um, momentarily banned from Twitter for a little bit because he was a naughty boy. Because he doesn't listen, does he? Yeah. Be careful what videos you retweet. That's that's all we'll say. It wasn't anything rude. It was just football, but he wasn't supposed to. There you go. You can get in trouble for that. Ten years he's been on and throwing it all away. Yeah, terrible. Um, I'm sure he'll be back because he's got to catch up on all the insults we've been throwing at him all night on Twitter. <laughs> we were saying how bad Lacazette was, but we all know Eddie isn't ready to be the main striker. And mm. Obama Young couldn't take over because he was ill. So, And, I mean, maybe maybe we should have brought Pepe on, but you, what I think uh, Lac- what um, Arteta has done in the past would have been take Lacazette off, play um, Obama Young in the forward role and then put Pepe on on the right. But he couldn't do that tonight because Young wasn't well. 
So no. maybe that's the only reason why Lacazette played. Did he play the entire game? Yeah, um, yeah, played yeah, the entire ninety minutes. Yeah, played the full ninety. Um, I think if there was, if uh, it looked like Saka picked up a knock or something, if he hadn't got a knock, then maybe uh, Lacazette might have come off. But, um, he was carrying that knock for quite a while. I think I made a note of the 67th minute that he, he was hobbling around on the left-hand side. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the Christian Fuchs challenge? That was on Lacazette. Uh, red card for you? Sliding in from behind, out of control maybe, of the of the challenge? If the referees don't know, and the linesmen don't know, and the people on watching um, commentating don't know, and the people at Sky or BT, whichever scumbags charged people 15 quid for that game, don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, uh, it was hard, but I think maybe Lacazette made a little bit more out of it than he did. But also on Lacazette's side, he was getting a beating tonight, wasn't he? He was getting, yeah. I mean, um, uh, the centre back that we nearly bought, what's his name? Alpha Fana. No. Oh, Johnny um, Evans. That's it, big Johnny yeah. Evans. He gave him a, he, Johnny Evans was so intent on taking him out, he took out his own player at the same time. And you had <laughs> Fuchs coming in doing that to him, and you had other people coming in and whacking him, and he was having no luck of it. No wonder that him and the entire team gave up after about 60 minutes, went, sorry, can't do it. Everyone batting down the hatches because uh, we're not scoring tonight. No, we've tried everything and nothing is working. Well, do you think it was a red? Um, it's not, I don't know what the ruling is because... <laughs> I think, no, honestly, I don't understand what the rule is because yeah. if that was, you could go through probably every Premier League team and pick a player from their team who's got like a reputation. So, like, if Xhaka made that challenge, it's yeah, probably awful. a red card. Yeah. If you went to Man United and picked, I don't know, uh, Matic, someone like that, it, they're probably going to get a red card for it. You know, you could probably go through. Not that type of bloke. No, not that type of bloke. <laughs> Eric Dyer, maybe it's a red card. You could, it's a, it's a, it's a, you could go through like every single club and probably click a player and they go, oh, that one's a red card because it's him. No, oh, no, maybe not. And it was still early in the game. It's, I don't know. It, it, the thing that annoyed me is that the moment someone, a player in their defence, they're playing that back three, he's coming out wide. I know Aubameyang's not clearly had something some sort of issue tonight just knock the ball past him or get Bellerin to run at him again because he was all night especially in the first half he's on a yellow card already make him commit and make another challenge and see if you can get him sent off um but yeah we we don't seem to do do that well um I mean, coming. Oh, what's what's Loki put hang on oh god I've got to find it now is it near the bottom I can't f- no, see, I highlighted like, it. you highlighted it oh my girlfriend has oh dear <laughs> <laughs> Anyone, anyone not watching, Loki has just said, my girlfriend has had headaches. She still performs with more conviction. <laughs> well, oh, congratulations Loki. to you, Loki. Well done. Um, uh, yeah, I, the weird thing is, it's one of those guys where at the end of the first half, I was like, I'm gutted that we're not winning. We should have been in front. You know, we had a goal disallowed that shouldn't have been. Fuchs could have been sent off, might have been a little bit harsh, but there's an argument. It's one of those 50-50 toss-up things. But Lacazette definitely should have at least got one goal. We should have scored that one. I think the other chances we had, everything was Saka and Tierney, wasn't it, in that first half? Yeah. Everything that, every, left. that, that left-hand side, their first touch I thought was brilliant. The balls into the box were really good. Saka I thought was having a really good game. Tierney again. And David Luiz was it's probably one of the best games. I mean, defensively, he didn't have to do anything because Leicester had nothing going forwards. But just his ability on the ball, and they totally stood off him. He was just picking passes out everywhere, which... I know people have got an issue with David Luiz and some of his defensive lapses and he can lack concentration, but his ability on the ball is is amazing. He was picking out, uh, not just to the left-hand side, he was picking out Bellerin as well. Um, he was making some really, really good runs in and there was that one um, 
there was a ball as well from Thomas Party that uh, put Bellerin in, and he brought it down. He just couldn't quite bring it under control. It would have been an amazing goal. Really, really nice run from the right-hand side. He got in behind uh, Justin, I think it was. He was playing at wing-back for Leicester. But yeah, first half ends. We're nil-nil. Should have been at least one up, probably. Uh, not probably. Should have been two up, really. To come out for the second half, I'm still like, okay, it's not been the best game ever, but we've had a lot of the ball. We're creating chances. Lots of people we talking about our creativity problems. We had 12, 13 shots, I think, in the first half. I think there was two, uh, only two or three on target. But we're actually doing something. We're making attempts. So it's looking a bit more promising. Tobias is looking a little bit shaky, but it's his first game back. So I'm like, okay, we'll give him a little bit more time. Second half starts and Leicester start to get more on the ball. Tillemans, Mendy, um, James Madison as well start to come back into it. And then the second half really changes the moment. Well, we lose David Luiz within, what, a couple of minutes? I think it was in the... Uh, when did he go off? 49. 49th minute, yeah. So we lost David Luiz, and then there's a really horrible stat that we didn't have a shot until the 85th minute, the moment David Luiz went off, as if... David Louise was the source of all our creativity that <laughs> game. She's slightly worrying when it's your centre-back. Uh, well, when, when you've got the ability of him, it's like that saying, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> sometimes maybe good. And when you've got someone at the back pinging out the balls to that to down to Bellerin, because Bellerin, I've never seen Bellerin get so far forward as he did in the first half. But when mm. it, you, you know that that bloke, Louise, is going to ping it to the left, to the right, to the middle, everywhere, you can't be too careful. You can't um, try and attack too much because it's going to ping the ball away from you. But then, uh, yeah, for him to to go off and in the way that he did, that he, the whole game plan, when our game plan was try and catch them on the break, their game plan was keep them busy for an hour, for an hour bring Vardy on, turn yeah. them inside out. I think I think Brendan Rodgers won Arteta nil tonight. Yeah, not just in the scoreline, but I think tactically as well, we, he managed to do it. He got a bit lucky, Brendan, because we didn't take our chances. But I understand people's frustration that we didn't create enough in midfield. And you would have thought that Ceballos, be, having two people behind him, having Xhaka and, and Party behind him, would give him a bit more licence. But you really didn't do it tonight, which is a little bit of a worry. Leicester fan there. I like Leicester. Oh. I went to the old ground. Uh, I like Leicester and I like Leicester to do well. I think you play nice football, nice club, nice fans. Yeah. And even Brendan Rogers, the smiley twat that he is. Uh, I don't mind him either. He's all right. <laughs> mm, he is. I, yeah, I mean, see the big smile from him tonight. Mm. I wouldn't mind having your James Madison either. I'd certainly play him over Danny Savas. And he's tough a shave because he's one of them people that grows a shit beard but refuses to not shave. Uh, that annoys me. We've got some new names in here. No, um, R.D. Holyfield. Arteta is a joke if he thinks Mustafi is a better player than Saliba. Oh, okay. Well, I think there's well, a little bit more to Saliba than him just not being a good player. Mustafi being a better player, is it? That's not, that's not the case at all. No, I think that's that's the whole, you know, what happened. His mum died, was it a few months yeah. back, wasn't it? He's yeah, 19. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot country. to ask of a kid. Brand new countries, away from his family. And he was obviously... They were obviously trying really hard to get him to go back to France um, for another season, which was, if his mum hadn't died, he probably would have come over here and would have been okay. But you've got to give the kid time. And as much as people hate Mustafi, and I, I'm not a big fan of his either, he was actually playing very, very well until his injury. Although we'll get to his part in the goal. Hello, Kelly. <laughs> oh, hello, Kelly. Long time no see. Uh, if anyone's not watching live, 
you're missing out because I've shaved my beard off. That oh, actually, it didn't shave it off. I was so shocked by Vardy scoring, honestly, that it just fell out. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the, the watches are making Thunder Road angry. 120 plus watching, only 13 likes. Show the show some love. Thumbs up, not are not match dependent. <laughs> Good point there. Actually, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring up some of the annoying banners. The uh, oh, uh, my no, favourite one is the click the thumbs up, you scumbags. That is, that, uh, if that doesn't work, being nice. It was the last night. When did you shave your beard off? Uh, it was last week. I wasn't oh. quite clean shaven, almost. So it's slowly getting there. It's horrendous because I've now found out I've got extra chins that I thought were always there. But <laughs> so it, it is growing back. <laughs> that's the trick that's the trick lads if you don't already know uh helps when you get over 30 oh, no, i can't believe i'm over 30 jesus christ we've gone off the rails danny right? that's what we do <laughs> get back to the game the second half not a lot happened to be honest until a certain jamie vardy came on oh this our very own simon was there at the game tweeting away and he said in the first at the end of the first half he went lots of great balls into the box no one getting onto them feels like the kind of game where a poacher would be great if only Arsenal had a Jamie Vardy. I think he said something along those lines. They do have an Eddie Nketiah who's very good around the six-yard box. Didn't happen, obviously. And then as the game went on, he went, feels like the sort of game where Jamie Vardy might come on and score the winner. And, oh, Simon, how right you were. Oh, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the second half because it was garbage. But should we talk about the goal? Yeah. It's a very untypical kind of goal for Vardy. I mean, brilliant positioning brilliant play and it was Tielemans down the right hand side it was yet again it was the the um oh the Mares Mares split the defense Tielemans did the same thing that split that split the midfield over the head of Xhaka Xhaka's still there now we've had Simon on the phone saying Xhaka's still there looking at the pitch looking up looking (laughs) around going where's the ball where's the ball Xhaka the game's over where's the ball where's the ball Xhaka stop the ball's gone over you, and then and then uh, Mustafi tries to run with the bloke who's got the ball, and then uh, Leno goes, Matt Mustafi, don't bother, I'll come and get the ball. Mustafi goes, okie dokie, boss, and Vardy goes, over here, son, give us the ball, and the bloke goes, the Turkish bloke goes, here, have the ball, and Vardy goes, don't mind if I do. I've only got one leg. I haven't played a game in three. It's the first game in three that I've actually played in. I'm going to tap that in the back of that. Good night, everybody, and uh, signs a card. Get well soon for... Um, Arsenal's tactics. Yeah. Um, you could see it coming. That I mean, the moment we were allowing Tielemans uh, a lot of time on the ball in the first half, but there was no threat, so it didn't really matter because Barnes was... I mean, that kid Barnes is a winger and he's playing up front and didn't have a clue what he was doing because the amount of space that was in behind our defence, he just didn't know because he's not a striker. He doesn't know to run in behind or to, how to make those movements. Um, but Vardy does and so does Cechzinder. So my, my issue with that goal is... So you've got Under pulled out right hand side very high. Tierney's obviously pushed up. We lose the ball. Turn Leicester turn it over. Good. Silliman's quick and he sprays it out. Gabriel has now got the choice of do I run out and cover and leave Vardy completely unmarked and hope Mustafi will get there. Never bearing in mind, that. bearing in mind that Gabriel was never played against Jamie Vardy. He might not have even ever seen him play football. I don't know how much or, he watched. Or had to rely on Mustafi to do the right thing. Yeah, or had to run a staffy. But then you've also got Xhaka as well there, who could go out to Wunder, but he's not going to get there as quick as Gabriel. I think there's either Xhaka needs to tell Gabriel to stay and he goes. He's not going to get there as quick. And you have Leno just cover his front post. Or 
Xhaka has to run across towards Vardy and, I don't know, just he's not going to catch him to just elbow him in the face or something and just take one for the team and wipe him out. But, yeah, just really poor defensively. Mustafi knew he weren't going to get there. And, yeah, Under just puts a nice ball in. It's an absolute piece of piss for Vardy to just knock it in. Other things we've got to remember, Gabriel doesn't speak English, so he'd have had Luis next to him going in Portuguese. That is Portuguese for watch out for Vardy, he's a bastard. And don't anyone tell me it's fucking not. I've seen the World Cup in Brazil. I'm fluent in the old uh, Portuguese. Uh, so we didn't have that. And so normally he'd have been shouting at him, giving directions because um, Luis speaks English, Portuguese, probably speaks a bit of French after a few years at PSG. Um, maybe even speaks Spanish. I don't know what he does, but it was just like everyone says, you knew it was going to happen. Vardy's going to get us on the break. Mustafi has Mustafied. Leno has come rushing out of goal, which, uh, you know, you, you don't need either. If you have the defender go to the striker or you have the goalie go and try and get it off him, you don't do both. And then that was just like when you're playing against me on FIFA, I'll always come rushing out of the goalkeeper, just tap it into your other striker, and he'll, he'll pop it in. Oh, no, look, Adam says, uh, Pepe is worse than Jovino. <laughs> Adam also says, I'll tetter out. Oh, wow, wow, Jesus. The I'll tetter out brigade has already started. Okay. <laughs> A couple of people moaning, RD Hoylyfield. Ho- Hoyley? Holly, not Hoyley. Fucking hell. <laughs> Pepe is, is the worst 72 million ever spent on a player. And Neil Gillespie says, anyone else starting to worry about Pepe? I'm starting to be in... I'm, I'm trying to be patient, but 70 million on a winger forward should be able to come on and influence the game. He got a bit angry at points, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Alan, <laughs> Alan Bastard MP has just donated. Thank you very much. Uh, an all-black coach once said, a champion team will beat a team of champions. Uh, Arteta, take note, all players speaking the same language would help. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure it does. Um, I'm sure language issues have come up. There was actually, I think it was a moment tonight as well when Leicester players, I think it was under and someone else, and neither of them knew who was going for the ball and it just went out for a throw-in and they just both stood there and looked at each other. So it's not just an Arsenal problem. It does happen to everyone. Um, The only other real talking points in the game because I know we mind a little bit about the referee and the officials. Uh, Hector Bellerin probably should have been sent off, Danny. Oh, my God. <laughs> How often have we gone, well, if that happened to an Arsenal player, we'd have sent him off. Well, yeah, you should have fucking... What was most... Leicester, City fans, we... I hold my hands up. We, as Arsenal fans, are very, very sorry that not only did he not get a second yellow, which he should have got, not only did you not get the free kick, I think, did we get the throw in? I think we got the throw as well. <laughs> That's a triple whammy. He should have gone. You should have got a free kick or a throw in. In fact, the, the, maybe the referee was made up for the fact that the uh, the original goal should have stood in the, in the third minute. He maybe yeah. he'd gone in and watched it and went, I've got to give these lads a break because I fucked up there. But yeah. wow. Very, is... I think the referee even, if, if you didn't see the game, Bellerin had been booked already, which was fine. And it was late on and the ball scrambled. It looks like 50-50s come sliding in. And the last minute, he knows he's not going to get there. Tries to pull out. He's not going to. He's going to make contact with a player. I think it was just in their wing back. And Justin hurdles a tackle and falls. He could have left his legs in and made it look really bad. Maybe got hit and taken a bit of an injury or a knock or something. But he didn't. He jumped over the tackle. And the referee almost signalled as if he dived, which made no sense whatsoever because Bellerin was never getting the ball. <laughs> no, he couldn't even yeah. blame the pitch, could he? 
No. It was just a shit lead. I think the, the, the commentator said, oh, that's just mistimed. No, it wasn't yeah. mistimed. It was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Very... Dave says, Arteta is just Benitez with a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might take that. And oh, no, I couldn't dear. call the next podcast that, could I? No, no. Oh, Not yet. Quote, maybe, maybe in a year's time, if it's still going bad, you can start using those ones. <laughs> <laughs> just put, make a note of that one. Um, so, yeah. And then that's it, basically. We end up chasing the game. We throw on Enketia as well. We sacrifice Tierney. Pepe's on. And we don't make anything. And actually, Leicester nearly ended up scoring another one because uh, Vardy got in again. And Mustafi just was not... His positioning was bad and couldn't keep up with him. And thankfully, Leno managed to get his head on it to, to block the shot. I don't want it to be all negative. So I just want to say a couple of good points on some of the players tonight because I thought some of our players were actually very good. David Luiz, before his injury... I know he didn't have to defend, but I thought his passing was excellent tonight. Um, full Premier League debut for Thomas Partey. I thought he was really good on the ball. He was very confident. He was always trying to be positive with it, trying to pass it forwards. He was getting in, making challenges, nicking it. Um, when he was getting hassled on the ball, he kept the ball. He was strong, didn't lose it. It was nice to see someone that big in our midfield again who could actually move with the ball. I know Xhaka is a bit of a unit, but he's not the quickest. Um, and I thought Saka, again, was excellent. Just that kid is absolute mustard. It's unbelievable that we managed to sign him on a contract because he seriously is going to be worth some some big, big money uh, if we do ever have to sell him. And Kieran Tierney again as well, I thought, I thought was really superb. Um, maybe a little nod for Gabriel as well. I thought he did well tonight. Again, first half, they didn't have a lot to do, our defence, but every time he got on the ball, like the, the way he passes the ball as well, he really hits it into players hard. And there was one he fired into Saka that Saka just took on the turn brilliantly and spun a player. Um, but yeah, I'm look, I'm disappointed and I know everyone is because we should have won that game. It was all there for us to win. And in second half, we really fell off like big time. But I thought there were still some positives to take. And hopefully going forwards, back four is something we're going to see more of. Uh, definitely. Um, and, a, and a free man midfield. Although... I don't know exactly what the best... Look, Party looked great, and I think he did his job really well. The The question for me is, is who are the other two that play with him in there? Not Xhaka. He's, he's shown not to be it. There's plenty of... Um, we've got young players, and someone made a really good tweet. They said, we we, we, we paid a fortune for Pepe. We've mm. got Willian in. We've got Nelson, a young coming right winger, and we play Aubameyang on the right. I mean, what's yeah. that about? I mean, I mean, I know Arteta's 39 games into his management career and everything is moving into place. We've got the, we've got a fantastic left-back coming. We've got a magnificent centre-back coming who is just shows how good he is, how much the entire team trusts him already. Everything is built out from the back from him when we build out from the back. We've got the, the man in midfield, the Partey, who sat there, like you were saying, pulling the strings, doing really well. A couple of rogue balls, but... Uh, it's his first game in the in the Premier League. And all these things are all slowly coming together. And I've got patience for that. 39 games in. Uh, uh, Klopp didn't do this overnight. Klopp, Klopp's fifth year anniversary was last week. This yeah. is going to, we've got another the rest of this season and some of next season before everything starts to click into place. Because as we've all seen, you can't have a midfield two of um, Ceballos and Xhaka. That's not going to work. That's not going to work yeah. for any team. So we need to, hopefully in the January window, some, plus we can't keep bringing players in when the likes of Ozil and, and Papi, Mustafi, uh, Chambers, all of these players are still there and holding. I don't think any of those are players that 
that Arteta wants. And we can't keep bringing in new players because all of these Kalasnich, all these players are on huge wages. We haven't got an infinite wages. Plus, they're not making money from gate receipts like we used to be. Yeah. All these things you've got to take into consideration. And we've got to go slowly. But you look at the positives, like you were saying, John, um, Party, Gabriel, um, Saka, all these things. And if, if, if Obama Young hadn't have been ill tonight, then maybe he could have taken Lacazette off because Lacazette was having a stinker and these yeah. things. But I'm not bothered. It's, it's going to take time. You don't go in from naught to 39 games and, and, and spanking everyone on top of the league. No, you're not going to fix everything in one transfer window. You also can't buy that many players for a squad in one transfer window and expect them to gel instantly. You know, it's going to take time. Like people are saying in the chat, we've got Martinelli to come back, which I think will be a big boost if he comes back. And if he's still as quick as he was, hopefully he's going to be fine because of his age, he should be all right. Um, the exclusion of Nelson is does seem a little bit odd at the moment. But, you know, that's that's something I'm sure there's a reason for that. I don't know what it is. Um, and I know not everyone's hot on Willian, but I do think a player like him would have made a difference tonight. He's the sort of guy where you could have gone, you know what, I'm going to pull one of Xhaka or Ceballos, stick him on, let him just go wherever he wants, and he'll, he'll make something for you. I mean, the other thing as well is you've got to say, if, if Saka hadn't got the knocks that he started to get in the game, then maybe you could have brought him into midfield. Maybe you bring on Pepe or Nketiah and, and drop Lacazette, something like that. So it's a long process. And, and the the midfield question, look, Partey's played one game with Ceballos and Xhaka. That's it. You know, he's been at the club two weeks. It, it's going to take time for everything to gel and settle into place because you could see a couple of times they were looking around at each other and not sure about the positioning. So it's, it's a long road. You're not going to get it all fixed. It's disappointing because of, you know, all the other teams dropping points this weekend and we could have taken advantage of that. Um. But yeah, that, that was the game, really. It was basically us missing our chances and Vardy coming on to punish us. You can sum it up with first half, 11 shots, three on target. Second half, two more, one more shot, and that was on target. So we had one and one in the second half. Yeah. There you go. So it is frustrating, uh, frustrating but there you go. Um, we do have a couple of questions from the chat. Um so I'll ask you one, Danny. Uh, one from Loki73. Have we got the Spanish Sam Allardyce as manager? Far too negative. <laughs> no, he's just being cautious. Things are going to work out slowly but surely. Give it time. 39 games, people. I keep saying it. It's you. We aren't going to be anywhere near the play team that he wants overnight, and things are going to slowly fit into place. We're going to have good games. Look, we we had eleven shots on eleven shots, three on target. When was the last time we did that in a half of football? Mm. Hardly ever. It's slowly coming together. Stop moaning. There's a, a Leicester fan saying, "Vardy, we like Leicester. Well done. You won. You deserve to win because we took you for granted, and you had a game plan, and you won." Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I hope JC right. I hope you're not right wing though. That's upsetting. Unless there's a player JC site right wing, that's fine. We don't like right wing people. As you know, we're not allowed to get into politics. We're not a political podcast. That's fine. Okay, um, Greens last last election. What good has that done anyone? Waste, wouldn't it? Uh, the Alex uh, family asks. Uh, it's hard to gauge how other clubs fans feel. Where do you feel you're at at the moment? Bravado aside, I think Danny's answered that pretty much with where he he feels the club is. Um, I'm. I still like Arteta and I don't have an issue with him. I think it's way early to pass judgment on him. 
I think he's going to get things wrong. And I think tonight he, there was a couple of things he got wrong. He didn't have a lot off the bench to call on, is the one thing I'd say. I think if he had Nelson and maybe William on the bench, then maybe he's got a few different options. But the moment that basically you look, David Luiz goes off injured. That's not in the game plan. So he has to make a sub there. Saka's clearly got some knocks and he's playing probably, maybe he was going to sub him anyway, but that might not have been in, in the game plan either. So you haven't got a lot else to do. Uh, and the fact that he's basically got Pepe, who I thought was really ineffective when he came on, although to be fair, in the second half, we didn't have the ball a lot. So it was diff- he didn't really get a chance to do anything with it. And you've got basically Nketiah, that's it. You've got nothing else. Uh, also, I know people have moaned about the whole creative midfielder thing, but we haven't, we didn't have anyone else there to bring on. Like Saka's probably one of our most creative players. Willian is wasn't on the bench. Joe Willick's not going to do it. Maitland-Niles isn't, and neither is on any. So you can only work with what you've got. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, and speaking about Pepe, Danny, uh, Neil Gillespie asks, anyone else starting to worry about Pepe? I'm trying to be patient, but a £70 million winger forward should be able to come on and influence a game. I was worried about him. Me and Nick, when we did the show a couple of weeks ago, we said if you'd have been, if you'd have bought, how much would you have happy of being spent? To, to try and get those in the right order. How much would you have been happy spending on Pepe for the results that you've got from him so far? Twenty million max. Oh, I think that's harsh. I think if you think when we bought him, the way the market was, and he got what he finished his first season with ten goals and ten assists, something like that, or a bit maybe a bit higher on both those numbers for a winger that's not a bad return so 35 maybe maybe 40 certainly not the 72 million now it's not pepe's fault he cost that much that's someone else at the well someone who's no longer at the club probably his fault so i don't blame him for his price tag but also we bought a guy who was really good at a team that sat back and then broke on people which is not what we do we're a team that generally, especially now under Arteta, tries to keep the possession and then transition as quickly as we can, whereas Pepe is used to basically just being one of the last men up front and getting the ball knocked up and, and running into space. I think him coming off the bench is fine, and probably Arteta's plan tonight was, OK, Leicester are going to play a little bit, maybe they'll sit defensively at first because Vardy's not starting. If we can get the goal as the game goes on, they've got to push higher up the pitch. You can bring on Pepe to space in behind to exploit. That obviously doesn't work. Um, but yeah, his his return at the moment is not good enough. I'm not convinced that Arteta is his biggest fan, personally. He's clear, he's got all the ability in the world. You can see it. He's great. He's great with the ball and everything else. But he just annoys the hell out of me because you just want to see him knock it past the player and just run after him. There was a video that came up the other day, and it was Omri. Oh god, what was, it was the Real Madrid game when we got to the final. Remember, we're one no up at Madrid and there's a bit in like the 94th minute and Omri gets the ball like inside a half. There's three Madrid players and he just kicks it into the corner flag because he knows he can get there first. So just kicks it past the player, just runs into it, runs it into the corner flag, waits for three, two players coming to tackle, just jumps over both the tackles, just holds the ball there. Pepe's quick enough, he could just knock the ball past the player. And why he doesn't do it more is, is really frustrating. But I don't know. I think you've got to wait this season and see what it is. is return. But I don't think you're, you're never going to get the return you want for that money that we've had to pay for him. No way. Uh, Canyol, there's some weird names going on here. I'm going to get this right. Canyol Gurung says, there is no element of surprise with this Arteta ball. Managers know what to expect. 
there is some there's an element of truth there isn't there i mean um brendan rogers definitely knew what to expect tonight and played him played him for a fool yeah i think that's true but i think you could say that about liverpool you could say that about man city um man united to an extent teams have a clear way of playing it's whether the players on the pitch can execute what the manager wants and the way that we are trying to play under our is very similar to city the problem is we don't have the same quality of players and you can see even city at the moment are struggling when you know they've lost david silver bernardo silver and kevin de bruyne aren't quite playing the same that they were it's got to be much quicker passing. It's got to be really incisive and it's got to be super fucking accurate. And if you mess any of that up, you're going to get caught out. And that's what happened to us tonight. We were just too slow. We didn't move the ball quick enough. And even when we did create the chances, if you don't take them, then that's it. That, that's they're, they're the big differences. The speed at which you play and taking the chances. If you watch the Man City game and Aguero's on the end of one of those chances, bang, it's a goal. You know it's going in. Immediately they get the goal, it forces the other team out. You make up more space, you can then explore that because you've got better players. And we didn't do that tonight, and that's the problem. We didn't take our chances, and it's just it's frustrating. Um, but like you said, it's a long process, you can't fix everything in one window. I don't care who the manager is, you could have uh, for me, Pep is still the best manager in the world. You could have him, you could have Klopp, you're not going to fix it straight away. You can have Jurgen Klopp coming in and manage his team now, he's not going to win you the league doesn't make any difference. It's going to take a long time to change the squad around uh, and to get things fixed. Um, Julian Salmondo asks, do you think... Oh, sorry, Salmon, not Salmondo. Jesus. It's I, I think Salmondo. Julian might well prefer Salmondo. Well, yeah, Salmondo. There you go. Uh, do you think Arteta is missing these drinks breaks? Last season, he definitely used them to his advantage to get his points across when we were struggling. He does like to have a drinks break and a, a tactical shout, doesn't he? That's a good mm. point. So maybe we should bring them back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would, have broke up, it would have broke up the monotony, uh, monotony a little bit. I do think that sometimes may, he has got that little bit of pep in him that does worry me that he overcomplicates things sometimes, you know, with the, the fullbacks coming into centre midfield and centre backs going wide and all, all those weird sort of things that pep does. When it works, it's amazing. You're like, Jesus, this is the best football I've ever seen in my life. When it doesn't, you think, what on earth is that moron doing? Why is Mustafi playing at right wing back and you know, and all, all weird stuff like that? So I do think there is a certain amount of you're going to have to accept that there are going to be games this season that Arsenal are going to get horribly wrong just because that's the way he wants to play and that the players clearly believe in him and believe in the way that they want to play. So you just got to accept it and move on with it. And just quickly, I'm going to say this as well now, because oh, thankfully we haven't actually had a question about it. But if anyone starts moaning about Ozil, honestly bore off. is the most pointless conversation I've ever had in my life. Why are you even moaning about it? What, what's the point? Because you what's, could just, what's he going to do? He, you can't pick him until January if he wants to put him in the squad. That's it. So there is zero point in fucking, you know, in, in talking about Mesut Ozil, honestly. If you want to go like some entertainment, go watch his Twitter feed. Personally, I've muted him because I find it really... I've blocked him. Oh, just we've we've had a prime minute. sub from Hollywood AFC. Thank you very much for that. That's um, that's $2.50 going down. You can have it down your pants, John. Oh, lovely. Oh, yes. Someone can come, come up to the stage, put it in the teeth and put it in their knickers or whatever it is. I don't know what people do in strip clubs. I've just heard that's a rumour. Nice. Um, You've been banned from most of them in a 100-mile radius of where you are. 
But on that point of uh, saying this is going to happen more times or not this season, mm. when you look at when you look at the facts that we are uh, that we, we've lost three games this season, Man City are below us, Spurs are below us, Man United are below us, and other teams that have spent lots of money, they're all below us. I mean, some teams have got games in hand, like the the scum. Mm. If you're watching Alex, the scum, uh, I probably who the, who the scum got at the weekend. The, the next game is oh, this doesn't show me on here. Okay, this one they are away at Burnley. There's a fair chance Spurs are going to win that and go above us. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're not the only team doing bad, and they spent more money, had managers there longer. I mean, look yeah. at Chelsea; they're horrendous. Mm. I went very high pitched. Then they're horrendous, John, aren't they? They are. Yeah, you know, and yeah, like formerly knows us is in the chat. Klopp got it wrong a lot at the start, and lots of people mocking him. Oh, what was there was a game? I can't remember who it was again. It might be like West Brom or something. And they came back from one nil down to get a draw in the last minute. And all the players were celebrating and cheering and they got ripped to pieces for it. Um but it's because the players are backing the manager and believe in the system and they know it's going to get there. So hey, you says, go that. Real Arsenal fans block Urzel. I've blocked him. <laughs> and uh, Nick Fire Nick our, our Nick says my dad says Urzel should play. Uh, Julian Salmon, Salmondo, lol. I'm not Spanish. No, uh, lots of new people in here. There's a uh, oh, there's someone called uh, Volcan Aidin <laughs> says, Fuck England. I, I agree. As well. I don't like England either. No, fuck Gareth Southgate, all of them. I cheer Italy most of the time. Um, um, oh, yeah, Alex. I'm wondering if our signing of Thomas Party has brought us more listeners. It could be. It is party time in uh, in Ghana. It's Ghana, isn't it? He plays for. I'll probably yeah. got that wrong. Best now. player, yeah. best best Ghanaian player since the last best Ghanaian player. I don't. Yeah. I used to watch the African Cup of Nations, but I mm. haven't watched it in ages because we used to have a, a rich heritage of uh, Arsenal players who played there, but we've not had yeah. many recently. Now we've got Pepe. Is Pepe played for them? Is he the Ivorian? He plays the Ivory Coast, yeah. And we have got um, Party, who is Ghanaian. And we've got El Neni, obviously. Oh, the Egyptian prince. Yeah, yeah oh. the Egyptian prince himself. Maybe, maybe he could have found the cutting straight through ball tonight. Like he, he could have done. <laughs> Although our Femi was saying, why do we need um, El Neni or Maitland-Niles or, or Willock on the bench? Yeah. I think I think you could have played all of those tonight and they'd have done all right. Yeah, that that's true. That's one of those you could have swapped out for a Nelson or a, or Willian or something. But maybe they had a knock. Who knows? Um, right, shall we, shall we wrap this up? Hang on. Yep. Um, they've got do, 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 one more question I'll take from Antu351. Uh, how many games do we have to wait before we consider Arteta has had enough time to figure out his best team and formation? Come on, Danny. 100. 100 games, you reckon? Yes. It's, it's 10,000 hours, isn't it? You have to do something until you're a master. That. That's, that's bullshit. Um, oh, is that people, experts on with the Rogan, and, the Rogan, and they told the Rogan that's nonsense. Oh, which well, is probably explains why we're still shit at this because we've been doing it for the 10,000 hours. <laughs> that is a very good point. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. 10,000 hours, there you go. He's got to have 10,000 hours worth of games. I don't know what that is. Someone do quick maths, 90 minutes a game, whatever it is. I don't know. I would ask my listening device, but I think it's busy listening to everything should, should I've ever said. Should, should we pretend I'm smart and I'm not typing it in on the calculator? Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna how many thumbs up have we got? Thunder's gonna be few. Thirty-nine thumbs up, and there's two hundred and fifty thousand of you watching here. There you go, Danny. You weren't far off. It's actually one hundred and eleven point one games. There you go. 
Maybe I how, knew. How smart is Danny? Uh, maybe this is pre-recorded, and that's how I knew. <laughs> and we've got lots of new people here. We've got Kiamet Ki B, Awful Tactics again. Jermaine Postlethwaite. I'd like to see someone from Portugal say Postlethwaite or like Leicestershire. Uh, there's a lot of new people we've got here. Ravinda Chahal says, "Fucking hell, that was awful." <laughs> I think that, that's. I think. I think Ravinda. I think we should close the, the show on that thought, John. That was that was good. I was going to sing a song tonight if we won. I had loads of different Thomas Party songs, but I've got nothing now. So we're better than that. Yeah. Well, we're not. No, we're not. So um, yeah, thank you, Danny, for being my uh, my co- oh, co-host. I don't even know what the words are. Guest. There we go on tonight's show. Well, thank you, John, and thank you, Hollywood AFC, for giving us a Prime subscription. And I don't think this is going to let me go all the way back. Petito one hundred. Because we know Petito. And who was the other person who gave us some money? uh, Alan Bastard MP. Sir Alan Bastard MP, your loyal greatness. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for those donations. Um, We didn't do it at the start, but we are on Twitch as well. And are we on on Facebook? Facebook. Yeah, we're on on the book of the face and all that stuff. Not You shouldn't use Facebook, but we are on there. Um, But, yeah, so we can catch us on all the things and all the – Streaming media stuff. I used to know what I was talking about on these shows, but I haven't got a clue anymore. Oh, we should say hello to Daytac LBC. As um, as Thunder says, it's it's a new era, post Jason E era, because <laughs> oh, he banned her. She's, she's, she's allowed back, so welcome back, Data. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Um, as always, I know there's like a million of these shows going on now, so you can pick and choose whoever you want, but you come and choose to watch us. It's very nice of you. Um, but don't forget, smash the thumbs up button before you go. Hit the subscribe button and the bell icon, and then you'll be notified whenever we go live. And if you want to follow us on other platforms or on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Instagram all the things, <laughs> all, all the social media things that are terrible for your brain, but we're all on, on all of them. But you can't so follow Chris on Twitter anymore. No, you can't follow Chris anymore. He will be back at some point, though. The silly pirate. That's that's the perfect way to end it, Danny. Turn this shit off. (laughs) Thank you very much, everyone. Bye-bye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.